when I was starting, it was so hectic that sometimes I would not sleep until one day like I was in traffic and I thought wow I'm so sleepy maybe I should because I'm in traffic I should sleep for like two minutes and then I napped for two minutes and I slept (laughs) and like people were coming they were hitting my car and I was deep asleep when I opened my eyes like everyone was surrounding the car Guys, welcome back to the 2030 podcast. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode once again. I hope you've had a fantastic week. And thank you once again for just being with us ever since this season began. We hope we've been learning new things ever since we, we started. Today I'm solo. I know it sounds strange, but today I'm solo. But Siko solo, Pia. Like uh, my co-hosts, unfortunately, for today are not available for now. However, that's not a problem. The show must go on. They send their greetings and their regard, regards and their regrets. But today we have a very, very interesting conversation that we'd like to tackle today. So in this 21st century, a lot of new jobs have started to come up and a lot of people have started getting into, let's say, different kinds of businesses and different kind of, uh, means of work. And so today we wanted to, to explore and start exploring some of these, let's say, unconventional jobs, the, the jobs that we don't normally talk about as much. And uh, one of them that has really come up in the past, let's say, five and let's say five, seven years or so, has been the ride-sharing or ride-hailing business. Uh, you know them in various, uh, in their various forms and names, but we'll, we'll refrain from using the company's names uh, for this episode. But basically, the cab, the online cab business is what we're going to discuss today. And so we're looking around and scouting around for a young person who's in this, in this business. And thank God, we got a wonderful lady who uh, agreed to join us for this conversation. And so we're going to be talking about a day in her life, just basically running through how uh, how this business works, what are some of the challenges that she has faced. And yes, I said she, because you see, another thing that is uncommon to us is we, we don't see a lot of ladies doing this business. And maybe today we'll find out why they're not in the business. And but aside from that, just basically generally trying to see what are some of the ups, maybe some of the downs, and whether it's something that she would recommend other people to enter into. So I'll allow her to introduce herself. Uh, Njoki Karibu Sana. Asante. Asante Sana. Yeah, my name is yes. Nikopoa. Uh-huh. Ah. My day has been good. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Tell us, tell us your names. Tell us what you do. Tell us a bit about yourself. My name is Njoki Gade. I'm a taxi driver. Yeah, that's uh, I'm a full-time taxi driver. So that's everything I do all day. All day, all day. Yeah. Ma- Monday to ma- that's a Sunday to Sunday. I'm a yeah, Monday Sunday I'm to Sunday. Sunday to Sunday. At, at a Sunday, work a Sunday ko job. Works. At a Sunday, niko job. Yeah. Most especially because me went to church. So after coming from church, I have to pick a few trips so that oh. I can get back home. Ah, fantastic, yeah. fantastic. So. Wait, today, thank you first of all for being a part of this conversation. We are so grateful that you could make the time to be with us in this conversation. And so what I want to let's just kick it off from the beginning. Um, how long have you been in this in this business and how did you start? Yeah, I've been quite for a while. Uh-huh. I've been in taxi business for five years. Five, wow. Yeah. Um most especially because uh, myself in college, I did travel a diploma in travel and tourism. 
Okay. And like when everyone was wishing that they get a job in like book ticket booking and all those kind of stuff or in hotel industry, I always wish that I would get a job as a tour guide. Okay. And yeah, like my whole dream was being a driver. Like I would want to be driving to advance or just to drive around. That was like my whole thing, okay. my whole dream. But as time passed by, it was so hard because I didn't have experience on driving big cars like Land Cruisers and all. Mm-hmm. It was hard to find someone to trust me with the Land Cruisers or even to trust that I can get trained and learn it. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have the finances to buy a car. So it, uh, as time passed by, that's when I got an idea. When I started hearing about taxi business, it can now be done online. That's when I thought, wow, maybe I can try this. And then I went and talked to a few drivers here and there. Mm-hmm. The ones that I started talking to at the beginning, they had like a specific company that had branded their cars and they were working as taxi driver for that specific company. And when I talked to them, they said, yes, they can help me, but I have to have a PSV. So when I went and got my PSV, it was still hard for me to get inside. And that's when I started looking for those companies by myself and asking them if they can help me get a car. Mm-hmm. And I got lucky. One of the companies helped me. And I like there was a person who had a car, but he could not drive it. So he was looking for a lady driver. He thought a lady driver was more trustworthy. Mm-hmm. And that's when I got hooked up with him. And I started off. That's how like, my taxi journey started off. Wow, that's fantastic. That's amazing. So you started <laughs> off with, with traveling tourism. That was the initial plan. Yeah. And all that. But things seem to be yeah. a little bit hard as you went along. And first of all, I commend yeah. you for your resilience. That's, that's really, really amazing for you to go ahead and, and, and push yourself to try and get that. So when it, comes, when it comes to, let's talk about trust. How did this yeah. person, who you managed to get a car from, for example, how did this person even get to trust you. How did you make that person trust you? Yeah, honestly, like when I was starting to be a taxi driver, I had learned driving from home. My dad used to teach me how to drive and I was good at it. But you know, I come from up country. There's no many cars. Mm. And when you're there, you think, and especially when my dad is seated next to me, it's a little, I was more comfortable driving. Mm-hmm. But now I had like, I had managed to go to get even a PSV and do the test and I had passed. But the thing is that I was not so used to driving in Nairobi with so many cars and traffic. At the beginning of it, like I had gotten this guy he believed on lady drivers and mm. I was the only lady driver because back then there was no many lady taxi drivers. Mm-hmm. So he had believed, he believed that lady taxi drivers are more careful and they are better off. And I think that's how I sneaked through because he had a lot of trust on ladies, mm-hmm. but his car was a fielder and fielder is a little bit of, uh, it's not like the small cars can do. Uh-huh. <laughs> so at the beginning of it, I had, when I was starting off and I didn't even know directions, uh-huh. I was also trying to learn the application. Like 
a lot of people like some clients would like take that and start harassing me and telling like when I even if they know where they are going to they wouldn't want to to tell me the direction they'll start telling me just follow them up mm. and like there was this specific one that was even laughing when i was i got so confused and i didn't know the directions mm. and like i really wanted to prove myself i had the pressure of trying to make the client feel comfortable and the pressure of trying to uh get familiar with the roads and the pressure of getting familiar with the traffic mm-hmm. like i had so much pressure <laughs> and mm-hmm. most of the time i used to cause minor accidents here and there wow. and like the owner of the car got tired of me and one day he gave me a call and he told me that his car that he's afraid that every week i have like a minor accident and it's not suiting him so he had called me and he had already found another driver and he just took the car and left me there wow <laughs> and that was after how long yeah. that was after how long uh, he took the car like after two weeks wow yeah oh, you I, know, didn't, <laughs> i don't think i <laughs> you know, you know, in my mind, in my mind i'm thinking i thought this is the guy that you stuck yeah. with for a long time kumbe didn't at all could last for long you know it didn't last long it was less than a month yeah wow and so how did that make you feel yeah i felt so bad because i was so i was so nice with him mm-hmm. though i know i made a lot of mistake but i felt like he should have tried to understand me because i had already told him that it's my first time being a taxi driver mm-hmm. and like I didn't even if even on cases where I didn't earn a lot of money mm. I made sure that I sent him all his money because he used to ask for 2500 a day and sometimes I didn't make that much but I made sure I paid him even if I had to borrow I made sure that he had his money mm. wow. so I was like maybe you live and never find because I felt because when I was talking because I had started getting familiar with other taxi drivers and most of them were telling me that I cannot be giving out money and even taking debts mm. to pay a guy who is not even driving the car I should first make sure that I have food in the stomach mm. before I pay someone else but myself i always made sure that i paid this guy because i felt like he had given me a chance i was so lucky like mm. just walking somewhere and telling them i can drive and then the following day i end up getting a car like i felt like he had really given me an opportunity so what happened after that how did you get back into so, the business yeah did you, and did you feel like quitting at that point uh no i didn't feel like quitting i felt like I really need to go back and start mm. registering as a driver again and see if I can be lucky again. But this time round by that time I had already known a few more other drivers who are taxi, um, a few more taxi drivers and I had known one specific one that was called Steve. Mm. I think I'm, I I can't remember how I met Steve. I'm not sure if it was on a taxi WhatsApp group or I really don't remember how I met him and he was so nice to me mm-hmm. and I told him that my the car that I was using has been taken and then he told me then I'm so lucky because he already found someone else advertising 
wow. everywhere on Facebook and on WhatsApp that they're looking for a female driver. And then he called that guy and kept on calling him until that guy mm-hmm. gave me his car. <laughs> wow, that is amazing. Yeah. And he just like had angels. And he just had angels too. And he was like, what do you want to say? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. at that point, I got the car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, I was so nice with the guy. He also wanted 2,500. And I used to pay him every I used to pay him every week. He had told me to be paying him every week. It was like 11 the no 12,000 and something. 12,500 yeah. Because mm-hmm. it was only one day when I was not paying. Okay, okay. Yeah. And, and and this guy had he specifically also asked for a lady or he just wanted somebody in general. He also wanted a lady. Oh. I think most people trust ladies more. Okay. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it it's interesting you say that because I would feel like many people would would be thinking like ah pana maybe let's give a guy because guys maybe quote and this is just uh, uh uh what I think people would say but probably people would think that guys maybe drive better. I've had that notion before that men tend to drive better. Men know how to handle the roads better. Men maybe would know how to handle situations better. But to think that there are people who are out there who are specifically looking for women, why do you think that women are trusted more than men? Or why do you think that people are looking specifically for a woman to be able to, to, to do the job? Um, I think most people who look for a woman, mm-hmm. it means that probably they have worked with a man before. And mm-hmm. I think someone who is looking for a man they've worked with a woman before or, and like the most people i think when i'm looking for a certain character probably i have had this other character more like probably they have had men more and men are not so nice with the car probably they don't take good care of the car or probably they don't pay because i think most issue with men is that they don't pay for the car they could mm-hmm. end up using your car for a whole month promising to pay you but they end up never paying mm. oh i but, see yeah but i no. think with ladies i think with ladies we most of the time end up feeling bad about this person or mm. and most of the time we end up paying okay okay that's good. Yeah. That, that, that's a, it's an interesting prejudice but it makes sense mm. like i could see why somebody would would maybe go for one gender over the another maybe just because of the experience that they've had and so maybe now let me take you back kidogo take me back to day one Kwanza, kwanza that now the first day you were given the car the very first time how was that first day for you how did you what time did you like wake up if you can't remember what time did you wake up how was the experience how are you feeling that day and mm, how that went the first day I got a car I was so excited because like the whole my the whole thing that i had always dreamt of before that day is like being given a car to be responsible for mm. and like now i knew i was responsible of this car i even had to check on google how to take care of a car and like i don't know when i was like guessing will it work will it not work is this how i'm supposed to be working mm. and then the request came in 
And when I was going to pick that guy, I think he thought I had taken so long, so they canceled the trip. Uh-huh. And like, it didn't even take more than two minutes. I got another trip and when I was going, uh-huh. the guy was there and they got so excited. It's a lady uh-huh. and they had never been carried by a lady. So they were so happy and uh-huh. they kept on asking me how long I've worked as a taxi driver and I had to lie there to them like I didn't (laughs) think that it was wise to say that it's my first day (laughs) yeah so I told them that I've been six months in this job and at least that way I think they got confident (laughs) yeah though it it was a lot of pressure because for me, like when I don't know something, I feel like so pressured to prove that I know it. Uh-huh. Then when I'm experienced, I don't feel any pressure. And even if people think that I don't know something and I know it, I know I know it. So I'm not under any pressure to prove anything because deep inside I know I know it. But uh-huh. when I don't know, like I had a lot of pressure, I must show these people that I know how to drive. Otherwise, they'll get so scared and think that we are going to fall or something. Mm. And that make you nervous. <laughs> yeah, and that make and, you nervous on the road. Yeah, and also trying to show them that, yes, I know the route when they get in and they ask you, do you know the airport? And I don't know the airport. <laughs> <laughs> so, so na navigator J story. So, so would you, how could you have airport to Nafanya Ajo? Nangalia to map? Eh, unangalia map. Alafu, like the car I had didn't have, I didn't have a holder phone holder to like wow. hold the phone. So I didn't know <laughs> if to look on the phone or to go. Wow. <laughs> Let me ask. Now, like in the midst of doing what you come out, like in the, the time that you have begun, and any, Wow. With somebody and, in the car? Yeah, with someone in the car, like, but when I was beginning, when all this used to happen, most of the time I would, like, these guys would get so angry and tell me that the price is going to hack. I saw it's 200 bob, I'm not paying anything more than that. Mm. So most of the time I would end up just telling them not to pay me. Wow. Oh, <laughs> that is yeah. just... Well, now let me... <laughs> it's just interesting. I wanted to imagine being in that situation now as a... Yeah, that is something else, especially dealing. I know like in, in my line of work, dealing with people is not the easiest thing. That's usually the biggest challenge of, of any business basically is, is that aspect of dealing with people. Yeah. How have you, what, can you tell me one of the greatest, maybe a story or the greatest challenge maybe you've ever faced with, uh, with a person or with a couple of clients? that we can just get a picture of some of those challenges that we face day to day, especially with people. For me, like everything else is not a challenge, like mm-hmm. someone refusing to pay me. Like mm-hmm. you, someone requests and then you get to the destination, they tell you that I need to go to the house and pick the money and maybe it's a big compound and then they get out from the other door and you didn't know and you don't know where to get the money, you try to call them, they don't pick or sometimes they pay you and you get a request immediately and you think they've paid you, but they reverse the money. And maybe oh, wow. it is a busy day. By the time you're realizing they have reversed the money, 
it's the money has already been taken back to them and you call them they start saying that you don't deserve the money or this that has happened somebody told you that you don't deserve the money <laughs> yeah you know most of the time like most people will check the estimation mm-hmm. and probably someone wants to come from maybe give an example of westlands mm-hmm. to town but the part of town they want to go to mm-hmm. is uh, in downtown let's mm-hmm. say in river road mm-hmm. near Ronaldala mm-hmm. but because when they check the estimation from Westlands to Ronaldala they see maybe it's like 350 shillings but mm-hmm. when they check the estimates from Westlands to town on Koinange street or mm-hmm. near where can i say yeah on Koinange let's say Loita street they see that it's 200 shillings Mm-hmm. and then they will request from Westland Westlands to Loiter Street but when mm-hmm. you get to Loiter Street they start telling you no I, I I don't want to go to Loiter Street I just put down and it picked Loiter Street but the place I want to go it's down there in Konanga Street and mm-hmm. you tell them no 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 I cannot go I, I want to go down there in Ronangala Street and you tell them no 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 I cannot go that far and you had requested here so maybe you need to change your destination so that it can calculate up to there but they don't want to pay the extra 150 they just want to know it's town town is town if they had requested to town you cannot drop me to Loiter Street you must drop me to Koinange Street and sometimes when you write when someone writes they are going to Loiter Street and you get to Loiter Street you automatically get another request coming in and you mm. tell them no i have to drop you here because i already have someone else coming mm. so i'll just end the trip you pay me that amount and you'll take another taxi to ronangala mm. and most of those guys like when you tell them that they have to do that or you'll go to the police station with them they will pay you and then they reverse the money and most of the time because you don't think they could reverse or maybe you think that no they cannot reverse or maybe you're busy you get confused somewhere you end up releasing them and taking the other client and if it's a busy day you end up dropping the other one and getting another client and before you realize you've gotten so busy that that other guy reversed the money without you knowing and you get so annoyed because it's what you did this person thinks you are is assuming you're a bad person just because they had tried to be bad to you because they were already oh. tricking you but they now make force you to think that you're a bad person you didn't drop them where they wanted to go mm. but in real case they were tricking you and when you ask them to pay you because that was their destination they start saying no you're a road you're a bad person you cannot be working like that what kind of a taxi driver are you and then they never pay you mm. wow i mean <laughs> you know some things you don't even think about like yeah. we can we, we, a lot of times like especially in Kenya let me say Nairobi it's not going to notion that somebody who's in anybody doing business most times yeah. you just suspect them first then una una me to say simple una jua unless you say simple by default you say simple so na na kitu hata unaweza na kwa say kwa matatu you see that kwa 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 matrix a lot a lot of times when you enter matatu you just assume that the conductor is not a good person that yeah. this person as we could put a change immediately himself attack mm. beer and understand yeah. 
Na yeah. yuko na kongashida kwa sababu mm. na you find that you will treat everybody the same yeah. way because you had maybe a bad experience before or many some some bad experiences with other people yeah. before neno kutembaona sana na and maybe the day before i had a bad experience with another uber driver pengine maybe atalikuwa pengine whether a lady or a guy but i just had a bad experience with a with an uber driver the day before and now the next day bazina kwa nakushukutu immediately imagine na kama but i think like with my experience with people like myself when i got to taxi driver i didn't think that i would be patient enough to drive the whole day and still not die like i thought that maybe because i'm very quite concentrating mm. maybe i'll lose i'll lose my concentration and i'll be dead within a week or something Is but it? i've yeah <laughs> <laughs> but i've learned like to be patient and like every person like mm. every person is different mm. you cannot say that just because you had a bad experience with someone else you'll be bad to everyone like mm. every time you have had different experience you have had a bad experience with a certain girl but you will not say that now i'll be treating all women badly because i had ex- bad experience with her exactly. and you cannot say i had a bad experience with this guy and now i'll be treating every man badly because i had bad experience with that because before you met this bad person there were great people before him and there'll still be great people after them so i think after when a person you meet a bad person who doesn't want to pay for a service that they ordered that person is just bad but they should not use that they had an experience with a taxi driver before and they will not pay now for this taxi driver cuz now i hate all taxi drivers and it's the same case even when you're in a matatu you cannot say that i won't pay because yesterday this cowt didn't return my change or didn't or talked to me badly if you don't pay these guys will beat you up so you mm. cannot say that just because this taxi driver is alone in the car no one will help them i'll reverse the money and I'll treat them badly like it doesn't make any sense if you do that you're just a bad person and you should not try to justify experiences okay. yeah that's very well said that's very well said I, i couldn't have put it better myself so yeah. maybe let me ask um what you've mentioned patience as yeah. as as something that you've learned what other yeah. traits and uh, what other character traits maybe have you gained from doing this business for the past five years that maybe you didn't have at the beginning? Uh, to be a good listener and not to be judgmental because sometimes someone will give you the experience and they expect you to understand it. Like before I got to a taxi driving, I would always like, you'll give me a story and like I'll start judging you from there. Like, wow, that's so bad that's so evil <laughs> or <laughs> you tell me like you you like a certain politician and maybe i don't like them and i'll start telling you yeah don't, you should not be like that you know i like this guy like i would always give you my opinion, my opinion but when you're a taxi driver i think it's oh, it has taught me to listen more because sometimes when you start telling people that i like this guy you end up like 
starting to argue or in a bad having a bad conversation with someone that you've just met a few minutes ago and it's better to just listen to them and like be nice to them and support them with everything they say and that conversation will end in the next 20 minutes well and you'll never see each other instead of arguing and like mm. yeah <laughs> can be awkward it can make it, it can be very awkward because I'm just to recover you and Yeah. Yeah, that's that's interesting. So maybe you've gained you can say you've gained people skills, for example. Yeah. Like you able yeah. to know how to re, how to relate with people, okay? Yeah. Is there any, mm-hmm. any anything else maybe you've uh, anything else would be that you've gained? Uh, yeah, I've also learned to rest a lot because okay. like when I was starting because mm-hmm. of uh most of the time I told you these guys used to charge me 2500 a day. Yeah. and most of those time like getting that amount within a day and still managing to fuel the car and getting enough money for me to eat and pay my rent and uh, take care of my expenses like it was so hectic that sometimes i would not sleep i would continue working day and night day and night day and night until one day like i was in traffic and i thought wow i'm so sleepy maybe i should because i'm in traffic i should sleep for like wow. two minutes and then when the traffic is out i continue and then i napped for two minutes and i slept <laughs> what <laughs> and like people were coming they were hitting my car and i was deep asleep what and like when i opened my eyes like everyone was surrounding the car and they were pushing the car cuz they were afraid because the car was still like it was still in motion i had just pressed on the brake with my foot they were trying to push it so that i don't release the brake cuz it will hit the next person or <laughs> so when oh i woke my up goodness. and so the situation that i was in i was so so embarrassed and like most people were harsh they started insulting me telling me where if i want to sleep and go and sleep at home like people were so bad at me at that point but i understood them because it was a risky situation to be in wow and where was this like were you, were you on a highway or were you like no i was in south sea wow yeah oh. so from that time i've learned how to rest like mm-hmm there's a time where it reaches like when it reaches 6 pm i always have to start i put a destination back home and i have to go home whether i get a request or not i have to go home i start mm-hmm. going home if i get a request that will take me close to home well and then good if i don't get it i just have to go home wow yeah. so that's amazing because yeah. rest is so fundamental and yeah. it helps you recharge helps you rejuvenate and the midst of trying to hustle as eh unaweza sahau unaweza jisahau kabisa and unaweza jisahau amoto acha mimi niendeleeni grind the potato do but yeah. the story that you've given that could have ended up badly you see yeah. that could have ended up even worse like you could have aside from embarrassment yeah. it could have put somebody else in danger but the fact yeah. that you actually took that lesson and did well with it that's kudos to you for for doing that, for doing that so maybe i'll ask you i have like two or three questions remaining that i'd like to ask you and the first is this so 2020 was <laughs> quite a year and you are 
already, I'm assuming in this business at that when 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 COVID happened, how was that for you? How was that COVID period for you? Considering that this was a full time job. Um, for me, like it was so hard, but honestly, I thought that COVID will be so bad because when they were starting at it. I was always imagining that probably I'll go to drop someone in a congested place like Kawangware or Kibera and it will be all dead people die, lying there because of corona. And like mm. when we got like the first case, I stayed at home because I, I was so scared. And like when I watched TV, everyone was at home and it got to a time like I've lived in Nairobi for quite a quite a long time like mm. since i finished high school i've been in nairobi and at that time because it was hard i had to go like home and like everything was not working out because when i'm at home i'm not earning anything and i don't have money mm. and at some point i had to come back home mm. i had to come back to nairobi when i saw that it wasn't as much death as I expected <laughs> so I came <laughs> I came back and it was still hard because when I opened the application it was very few requests coming in because people had started working it from home and other people were scared of coming out still but yeah, it was hard, but I think I pushed through. Mm. Yeah. So you, you managed to get through it. Even with the job that you're getting, you still managed to go through the that particular year. You managed to sort your bills. You managed to do all that needed to be done. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I managed, but I managed by fast going home because I was at home for like three months before I came to back to Nairobi. Oh, I see. And I had put all my stuff in a store mm -hmm. and it was my friends in in, uh, in one of my friends house and she wasn't charging me okay. and when i came back i got a cheaper house okay and that's how i pushed through okay okay yeah ah great and so now to the big question let me ask mm -hmm. so you are a lady in this business and yeah. we know we, we don't have to hide but we know that this is not a business that <clears throat> this is not a business that uh, let me say personally that i have encountered very lady many ladies in it in fact the way you're yeah. saying that the, the person that uh, who you picked up and was very excited to see that a lady was there mm -hmm. that might have been me because the first time yeah. <laughs> I, I a lady i i i called like i called somebody using the app and then i saw a lady i was like oh my goodness this is the first mm -hmm. time i've seen a lady and I was very excited to, yeah. to, to, to have that experience because it was unique. And I'd honestly respect and really going into the business. And mm -hmm. I wanted to find out there are many risks involved in this as mm -hmm. a lady. And there's no need to hide that. There are many risks involved because you're picking up, you're picking up gentlemen a lot of times or many at times. And that poses a risk to you. Mm -hmm. How have you safeguarded yourself? And maybe tell us, first of all, what are some of the challenges that you have faced specifically as a woman doing this, um, as a lady doing this business? What are some of those specific challenges that you faced? Mm, I don't think 
for me i haven't faced any challenge based on mm-hmm. my gender okay because like if it were it's a guy hitting on me mm-hmm. i think that happens to also the men like they also get girls who want oh. them yeah and i've also worked during the day and i've also worked during the night but mm-hmm. i haven't got any challenge like have been, even have ever, have ever sorry have ever been scared when you're doing the business I've ever felt like hey, you're in a situation um, and you're no, comfortable I've never been with scared, it. Actually. Ah, oh, good. <laughs> that's amazing. No, it's a good question to ask because these are yeah. some of the things I've wondered. Because I'm trying to imagine like my sister, for example, doing in the same business. Those are some of the things I'd be thinking about. I'm like, yeah. is she safe? Is she okay? <laughs> Driving at night. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I know a lot of people like they get so concerned and mm. they think it's not safe. But for me, there's those areas. Mm-hmm. that most people say that they are not safe to go at night mm-hmm. and sometimes i have found myself in those areas and there was a night i got some funny request like someone request and they are out they are not even close to where i am and they're asking you to come far and pick them like if i feel like this request is out of the ordinary i just mm-hmm. cancel it because yeah. Yeah, because I think I work with instinct. If I feel like it's not okay, I don't go. If I feel it's okay, I go. And I think that could also also happen to men a lot. Like they also go to some areas and they say that, no, I can never pick a request in that area. Mm. And mm-hmm. yeah, I don't think there's, I don't think there's anything special on women. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's really good to know because it will encourage those that maybe have been thinking uh, to themselves i can't get into this because of a woman not to see it as a handicap not to see it as a limitation and that's yeah. really encouraging to know and mm. has you have the companies that you've been working and protected yeah. you or have they done anything to safeguard you um make you feel more comfortable doing the business or is it just you saying ah mimi i don't care for my woman mimi nafanya biashara but uh, is it just all you ama has the company also done some things to help you feel comfortable uh, uh it's all me because mm-hmm. uh, in the companies we are treated all equal because okay. i've gotten my accounts blocked because someone complained or because i didn't pick requests like mm-hmm. it's we are treated the same no, no yeah. one is treated like they are lady or like a man if someone complains and uh, sometimes they don't even care if it's a genuine complaint you could get your account blocked yeah so that's cool because i mean in this day and age we are all yeah. talking about equality and all yeah. and so sometimes we we I've, i've seen let me say again this is from my perspective i've seen i've seen situations where many people living ladies will talk about mm-hmm. equality but yeah. they but really what they they're not ready to face the challenges that may come along with equality what yeah. i have absolutely liked about your story is the fact that you have not seen your gender as a handicap you've not you have umingiani koikazi with your head strong and they said yeah. i'm not here as a lady i'm here as njoki i'm here kufanya kazi these are challenges when you start come what does it come 
but yeah. I'm gonna go through it. And I really like for the fact that, and it's and let me tell you by the way, it's very mm. rare. It's a rare today, Mrs. Kiangi. I hear a lot of complaints from ladies a lot, and I'll be very mm. honest. But yeah. in this entire conversation that I've had, you don't complain once. I just say my ati oh kuna sali nete to buy oh kuingi. And because I'm really rare by the way. Yeah. It's a rare trait because mm. say wanakuwa wanataka equality but pia wanataka kuwa kuwa victims at the same time. Unacheki. Hauko yeah. hauko mm. ready kuchukua hizo hizo challenges when you come. Mm-hmm. And so say for for that mazee kudos mm. to you. Is there yeah. anything that you would say to let me let, let's do this before we get to the last segment of this. And in that mm-hmm. last segment I'd just like you to speak to somebody to in fact I'd like you to speak to the Njoki um, mm. who started this. But before we get to that Can you let us know in the, the, the technical bit of it? How would somebody get into it? Like, umeunanzaaji. Let's say, mimi ka Josh, natakunga kwa biashara, nanza wapi, nafanyaaji. I think for you to be a taxi driver first, you must want to be a taxi driver. And then from there, I think you start talking to people. You can even go to like, all the taxi offices you've ever heard of like you just go to the offices and ask them if they can help you and if you get if they can help you then that's that will be easy and you can also try to talk to other taxi drivers and ask them especially if you don't have a car like taxi drivers are so helpful in helping you get a car because they have taxi groups where they can see other drivers or other people asking is there a driver that is available and I need a female driver I need a male driver is there a driver available and they can help you because you've never been a taxi driver you're not in any group and they can be your eyes and ears and yeah like I think that's basically like how I started like every time I would lose a car the guys that were that I had known and that were taxi drivers were the ones that were always helping out especially one of my friend called Steve mm. he was really really helpful wow that's awesome and so from there you you go register how do you go about that uh from there like actually when you If you want to join like a taxi app, mostly the online application, you have to register with them as a driver so that they can open an account for you so that when you find a car, you register it in that application. And then now you can, you have an application that you can open and get requests. Okay. Do you have to yeah, go there so, physically? Yeah, mostly you go there physically because they ask you to go for training. Okay. And uh, if long? you have a car, if you have a car and you are not yet registered, sometimes it will be hard because you have to wait for sometimes they can even make you wait for a whole month for training because they have to get enough people for the trainings. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's always better. How long does the training take? The training just takes a day, less oh. than a day. When you're oh. done with the training, they open the account. 
Okay, ah, that's great. Yes. Fantastic. So, sounds good. And so, let's talk about your future. What are you looking forward to in the future? What are some of your dreams, aspirations for Hukuambele? You talked about traveling tourism. Do you still have that in mind? Um, no, I don't have that in mind anymore. Okay. Yeah. All I think right now is how I can be an investor in real estate. Wow. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. 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 Do you have aspirations to uh, get your own car? Are you or are you currently using your own car? How are you going up? Yeah. I've been using, you know, like I only used other people's car. I, I've used, uh, when I started, I used two, three cars that didn't belong to me, but my brother decided to buy me a car. Wow. And I've been having my car for like the past four years. Wow. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. So this mm. is the last question that I have. Njoki, for yeah. You. I want you to talk to Njoki, the young Njoki <laughs> who began in this business. When is mm. Nini? I think the young Njoki has tried she has made it at least now she's a driver like mm. one of my biggest dream was to be a driver and i've already done it and from the fact that i've already done it i think i can now move to bigger businesses because being a taxi driver it's like most of the time, especially nowadays, it's like living from hand to mouth because the fuel is up, everything is up. But the thing is that I've achieved one of my biggest dreams and that's an achievement. And yeah, I congratulate the young jockey. Fantastic. And I congratulate you too. I, your story has really, really inspired me. I mean, this is what it's all about. When we began the 2030 podcast, it's discussions to inspire action. Jokia must say that you are an inspiration on your own. Mm. You had a dream. You mm. went for it. You didn't wait for anybody to give you anything. Ulienda, kasmacha nengarinta after easy office. Okwatina connections. Make sure mengiabo. You went and looked for 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 those those, those the people. You went and looked for the to into the offices. And from there, look at where you are now. Grown, you continue to grow, and your aspirations continue to grow up. Uh, you continue to, you, you just keep on going. You've not complained once in this entire conversation that I've had with you, and yeah. that is amazing. Um, yeah. I'm grateful that you could make the time to be here with us. I'm grateful that you shared your story, and okay. maybe we'll catch up with you in the future, and maybe to Tapatana Mahali Kwaraid Vizuri But for now, I just want to say a big thank you sharing yeah. your story um keep going and i hope that for the listeners for you who's listening to this if you'd like to get into this business and something that you have you've liked the story you want to get into the business go ahead whether it is this business or another business if there's something that i've learned from njoki's story is the fact that don't wait for somebody to come and hand you any go for it if you have a dream go for that dream push for it don't wait for somebody to come and hand it to you don't look down on yourself for any reason just go for it and make it happen and so once again thank you njoki for being a part of this for yeah, everybody at home 
everybody else who's listening to this at home, thank you for making the time to be here all the way to the very end. I hope that you learned something from this conversation. As always, you can reach out to us at the 2030 podcast on Instagram. We'd love to hear your feedback concerning this episode. And um, remember, your voice is important. We will see your numbers, but when you hear your voice, it makes all the difference because it puts life to the numbers. So you are the real MVP. Thanks again for sticking with us. Thank you for being a part of the podcast. Discussions to inspire action is what you're all about. See you next week. God bless.